Hello, this is Melissa Hale Spencer, the editor of the Altamont Enterprise, here without co-publisher Marcello Yaya. He is furiously putting together our electronic newsletter so we can get to the other co-publisher, my husband, to celebrate his birthday. I hope I can hold this camera properly. Our entire edition is devoted to the issue of recycling. You can see here uh, one of my favorite people. This is Sal Tasson, who is a very cheerful and helpful fellow and works at the transfer station in Gilderland. And he is on a ladder in order to get the recyclables evened out. But the story is about new DEC directives on how to recycle. And I talked with a very knowledgeable woman who has been at this for almost 30 years, Terry Layback. And she told me some shocking things. I consider myself a very... Um, good recycler, and I'm not. It turns out a third of what you're putting in your blue bin is not recyclable. And you can read all about why and what should go in there. Sean Mulcairin has done an overview of the global situation, and he has taken a deep dive, as he does so well, and looked at the problem that started with China um, a few years back, their green fence policy, because the recycling was so poorly done that uh, it was contaminated, and they put into a system into place a system to catch that, but have now, since January, just shut down taking many of the recyclable items they had taken. H. Rose Schneider called each of the local towns that we cover and has looked at how the resulting hike in fees has affected them. It's a huge amount for a small town to absorb. And some of them are saying the garbage prices are now less. It's cheaper to pay to haul garbage than the $120 a ton county waste, which has a monopoly in the region, was charging. But Rose has discovered county waste is, starting this month, they say, cutting that fee in half. The editorial, too, as you might expect, is on recycling with a drawing by Carol Coogan, who explained to me, this is of course the recycling symbol, and these are recyclables, but here we have a leash which is made from recyclables, and a flower pot which is made from recyclables, and cards which are made from recyclables. And the editorial is looking at what can be done that can help people to recycle better, but beyond that, what the government needs to do and how they will accomplish that by following some of the world examples. Germany leads the world leads the world in its recycling, and we took some hints on that, and it largely depends on it largely depends on manufacturers being responsible for recycling themselves. And there's a committee in New York that's working on just that. Moving along, um, we have letters to the editor. Donna Gwynn is inviting the public to the local needlework show with quilters and the hill towns. It was marvelous last year, and the historical societies in Knox and Byrne are doing that again. We have Sarah Rogers, who is an Omni Medical student and has written a lovely series of columns this summer, very informative, and here she's writing on the difference between activity and exercise. We also have a letter from Lisa Brown with the Voorheesville Community and School Foundation inviting 
people to come to the Indian Ladders Farms celebration, a fundraiser that will be held there and support many worthwhile projects. We have the Old Man of the Mountain with a special column this week about Roger Chapman, who has taken an old abandoned cabin cruiser and made it into a pirate ship. And the old men were there for the launch. He's been working on it for years and still has years to go. Amy Ladderback Picorni is inviting you to the Hilltown Helderberg tour. Many farms will be open, many crafters, all sorts of restaurants. Shirley Unzer is inviting you to learn with the Capital District Christian Women's Connection about real estate at that monthly luncheon. And we had a simply splendid session in Albany with Rabbi Donald Cushman, this Cashman, this week's podcast is about Rosh Hashanah, and here he is blowing a ram's horn, which he does really well. He can even play music. He used to play the French horn, and he has gotten these chauffeurs from different places in the world, but has just many fascinating things to say about his religion and the celebration of the upcoming High Holy Days. Carol Carpenter from the Bethlehem Grange is seeking items both for veterans, personal care items, as well as seeking items for their upcoming garage sale. Joe Boone in Westerlo is a fan with a son on the Helderberg Valley team and is hoping to get a crowd out for the game. They've moved up to Class C and will be playing Voorheesville this weekend. Bill Stone is thanking those who donated blood at Red Cross Drive at the firehouse in Voorheesville and explaining the delays there. And we have a letter from Sandy Slingerland on the upcoming program for the Clarksville Historical Society, and this is discussing the beautiful Maybe Farm. Elizabeth Floyd Mayer has big news in Gilderland. Many of you that are longtime readers may remember a decade ago a plan for a urbanist, new urbanist development combining residential and commercial space near the library on Route 20 in Gilderland. That glassworks development fell by the wayside with a great recession, but a new project has been proposed with a similar mix of residential and commercial use, but on a slightly smaller scale. Meanwhile, right nearby, you can now take a left turn out of the library. Mercy Care Lane will be dedicated as a town road. H. Rose Schneider has news from Knox. This woman right here, Bridget McAuliffe, and her husband have filed a complaint with the Attorney General's office, and they are... Um, critical of the lack of tan- what they call the lack of transparency in the Knox town government, most specifically a vote four to one that the town board had at its August meeting that was to move the next step ahead in a multi-use zone. Uh, the supervisor, Vasilios Lefkadidis, had originally wanted a business district there when there was a lot of objections from the people living there, as well as two turndowns by the town planning board and county planning board. He switched course to make it multi-use, but according to the McAuliffe's did not go through the proper steps in publishing a map and having a public hearing. Rose will follow that story. Elizabeth continues to follow the story of Brian Clenahan seeking to have the judge's seat in Gilderland now held by Christine Napierski. And he, of course, got the backing at the Democratic caucus and will be on the Democratic Party line. But on September 13th, Gilderland residents who are either in the Women's Equality Party or the Independence Party will have a chance to vote on one or the other of those candidates. And here we plunge back into recycling 
Crackling with Rose's look at each of our towns and how it's affected them, as well as an interview with one of the leaders of County Waste looking at um, other places. They're now finding markets in Southeast Asia and elsewhere for the materials China won't take. And here Rose has produced two graphs that show um, the current costs and the projected costs with the halving of the ter- per ton price from 120 to 60 for each of the towns. And Gilderland, in both cases, has the lowest per capita cost, and Knox has the highest. Elizabeth Floyd Mayer took a look around the world at what other countries are doing to lead the way in good recycling practices. This is more from me, consulting with experts, going through the list the DEC has published on what not to do when you recycle and the reasons behind it. Plastic bags, for example, should not be used to hold containers. They tangle the equipment. There are programs in stores for plastic bags. Single-use items, you're not to throw those away. Germany has proposed doing away with the single-use paper plates or single-use cups or single-use cutlery. Batteries that are um, the kind that recover and can be reused or have to be recycled. Alkaline ones can be tossed. Organic waste, you should compost at home. Some towns like Bethlehem, a curbside pickup. Gilderland, as we saw on the front page picture, takes lawn recycling, but that should not be in the recycling stream. Dishware surprised me. I put in crockery and little shards of that can cause explosions when they're making glass and also make the whole load be rejected, causing more in the long run. Textiles should not be recycled. Electronic waste should go back to the manufacturer. Same with rope. It's a tangler. Hazardous waste. It's a whole special section there. And more from Sean, looking at the global situation and how we got to where we are, as well as some outstanding practices in states like California and Vermont that predated this current crisis caused with China no longer accepting the recyclables. This is the Rap Road landfill, which got a few years reprieve, but just throwing this stuff in the landfill isn't going to help in the long run. This is a picture of a um, proposed plant that will use organic waste, and that's certainly a good thing. Turning the page, library notes. Things have calmed down a little now that the summer reading programs are over and the libraries are gearing up for fall. The house that Emily Dickinson lived and wrote her poetry from is pictured here in Amherst, Massachusetts, because friends of the library in Voorheesville are planning a trip there. The community calendar has lots going on, and we urge you to, to look at that. The Altamont Fire Department is looking for contributions to pay for vets to have a free night, comedy night. And we congratulate this engaged couple. And we welcome into the world Taryn Charles Lane in Knox. As usual, we have blotters, and Elizabeth has followed up in Gilderland with what's happened to some of the arrests in court. Our back-to-school section features this beautiful bell, which is now in front of the Frederick Mindersee House and used to be on the Cobblestone School on Stone Road. It's 150 years old. And Mary Ellen Johnson has written about what has happened to the different school bells in Gilderland after the centralization of the school district. This is the Willow Street School. It's now a police substation. This is, to me, the most interesting one. Um, This bell, which was no longer used, ended up in this church, which is in Greece. And it happened that during World War II, the Nazis had taken the bell from this church, a Greek Orthodox church, St. Nicholas, and a woman in Gilderland knew of the need after the war and saw 
that it was sent there, and the Gilderland School Board got a lovely letter from the bishop. This is from Sean Mulcairn writing about podcasts made by elementary school students in Voorheesville. It's an over an hour long and absolutely fascinating. It's about fads, and they have wonderful sound effects and background noises and interviewed a wide variety of people. Michael Koff has captured the spirit of back to school as um, at the Gilderland YMCA, donated backpacks were handed out to very happy recipients who then went on a shopping spree at Kohl's in order to be ready for their back to school wardrobe. Rose Schneider has written about homeschooling, focusing largely on the hill towns, but there's been a nationwide trend in more homeschooling, and you can learn about that and the reasons why people do it. I wrote about um, a young man who works at Cornell Cooperative Extension, both out here in Voorheesville as well as in the city of Albany, where Michael took this picture, and he is teaching about recycling in a very graspable way. For instance, he has kids take old soda bottles and make planners and gives them scarlet runner beans to grow and he wants to instill in them the idea that individuals can make a difference something we applaud elizabeth floyd mayer has taken a look at cell phones in the classroom she talked to a professor at rutgers a psychology professor arnold glass who recently produced a study showing that it distracts and causes lower grades not just for the students that use them but those around them But some schools have used that technology for teaching, and in Gilderland, they are handing out here Chromebooks for each single student for the upcoming school year. Elizabeth also wrote about Crossgates Hotel. It's a Hilton, a two-brand one, one for living suites long-term, one for passing through. They're hiring still. About half the staff has been hired. And also, she caught up with the Governor's Motor Inn, which, as she wrote two weeks ago, is now in the hands of the Albany County Land Bank, and we'll follow to see what happens next. We caught up this week with lots of student news before the start of the school year. B'nai Shalom is welcoming all to their services for the High Holy Days. More student news. And the Kiwanis and the Hilltowns has gotten together to get backpacks for kids in need, equipping them with everything from pencils to sneakers and socks. These Girl Scouts did their good deed, helping with planting around the Albany County Nursing Home and were recognized. Lots more good school news and achievements. Two obituaries this week, sadly. Uh, Rick Mosley in his 40s. He was known as a tech whiz, his family said. He worked um, for the community care physicians. And Beverly Jean Halsdorf, who um, was a longtime member of the Altamont um, American Legion. Her husband was a uh, veteran of Pearl Harbor. After we page through our legal notices, we come to more student news rounding out the school year and this young man Matthew Creighton from Gilderland is on his way to Cornell with a scholarship from National Honor Society lots of honors for the Board of Cooperative uh, Educational Services students honors in colleges and the Gilderland Wolfpack 10 and under team being victorious and we've started our fall sports season with Michael's coverage of the Gilderland girls tennis team are are off to a great start and a smashing victory against Niskayuna and finally we're closing out our triple crown and Chris Medema who has led in two of them 
he won this one and is <laughs> the triple crown male winner and this 14 year old girl from Delmar who we've featured before she is named Grace Skultity and she has won all three we congratulate her and wish you all a good week 